Spalding, this calls for the old Billy Barul. Episode number 13 of the Cocker Golf Podcast, Brian Thompson alongside Kevin Noto. Uh, it's a great week uh, for Brooks Kepka at yeah. the CJ Cup. Got the win and uh, became number one in the world in the process, so we'll chat about that. We'll also look ahead to HSBC champions, and we'll talk a little bit about practice habits, and uh, especially with the NBA season kicking off, I noticed some interesting things about the way they practice, so we'll chat about that, but... Um, Start things off, Kevin. What what do you think? The CJ Cup, Brooks Kepka went as I would say full Kepka. Yeah. Over the weekend, uh, pretty impressive. That guy when he gets on a roll, it's just like I know he drives it really really well, um, and then he puts the eyes out of it. You know, like he really does those two <laughs> things, and it's just like when people do that, it kind of reminds me of. Remember when Jason Day was winning, like, the PGA Championship? And uh, yeah, they have that same mode where it's, like, it's impossible when you're playing with them because they hit it dead down the middle, and then they make every putt they look at. And it's just like, yeah, all right, well, I don't know where I'm going to make up a shot here because there's no shots to make up on them. It's you know? really hard to make up a shot when you're, you know, you're playing against a guy that hits it like 370 down the middle. Down the middle. Yeah, it's it's like the way these guys drive it, like you have to be really bad not to shoot a a pretty good score almost, you know? Yeah. Like you got to do everything else really bad. It's really interesting because this is sort of like the the beast that I think like Tiger like really like birthed this whole generation of players who just like took fitness to this another level right where they're just like yeah i'm gonna be just a beast and rip the crap out of the ball and yeah. i'm also gonna hit it straight and come get me yeah exactly <laughs> you know, like, yeah um yeah it's, it's and like we were saying someone's always on you know like right. someone's always having a good driving week and then they they win like yeah. it, i don't know it's funny because obviously like tiger I know, everything always comes back to Tiger with me. I know it's pretty bad, but no. like, like he, he did really inspire this generation. And like I think the the most say what you will about the last ten years, where he really hasn't done. I mean, he hasn't won any majors, and you know has been much much different uh, yeah. in terms of results from the previous ten years. But like even so, like I don't think anybody could have foreseen how much like more difficult it would become to to be a consistent performer at the top. Uh, in light of the fact, like you say, like there's, there's a, probably a dozen guys that, maybe not quite a dozen, maybe it's like eight or something, right? Mm-hmm. But like there's a good crop of guys that if they have a good driving week, it's going to be really hard. Like they don't even have to putt great. No. Like they just have to be like kind of okay. Yeah. Like don't, don't be, you know, terrible. And they're going to, if they're not going to win, they're going to be right there. And they're going to shoot a really low score. And if they're not going to win, it's going to be because someone else did something ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like right. Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, uh, even Jason Day, Rory McIlroy, Justin <laughs> Thomas. They like all those guys. They can almost win golf tournaments with their driver. 
Yes. And it's that's a crazy thing to say, you know. I, I, but, I agree. But I feel like they're so good at putting, and they're so good at you know wedges. Like even an average week for them doing those things when they're when they're playing from such short yardages in, and they hit eighty percent of the fairways or whatever they're doing, it's it's just not fair. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. I'm also thinking like so I don't know how many people have been number one in the world in the last year. I don't, I don't, I probably shouldn't know the exact number of, but like just looking at the rankings right now, I mean, I know Kepka, DJ, Rose was there a week. I think JT was there JT a week. JT was definitely there. Uh, I mean, McElroy's definitely been there before. I don't know, if, I don't think this year, but certainly no, before. I don't think Spieth has been there this year, but last year. Yeah, J Day's been there. Uh, obviously, Tiger's been there. Yeah, but you've got this like long list of guys that has. In the top 15, they yeah. shuffled around, huh? Yeah, and it's. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty healthy, healthy collection of talent yeah. there. Um, but was I do, John Rom ever? Uh, I, I think he was just short of it. He, I think he needed to like yeah, win. Yeah, he was number. Yeah, he was number two. I think. I don't think he got to be number no, one. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, but still, he was right there. Um, so it's it's interesting. I mean, I I think it's. Are we gonna see somebody who's just like stays there for a while? I and we thought that was gonna be DJ, right? I think yeah. everyone like consensus was like he's he's the he's not gonna be as dominant as Tiger, of course, but like he top tens everything. He wins three or four times a year. Yeah. He's probably gonna book a major every year. Like he's gonna be, you know, number one in the world for three quarters of the weeks for the next ten years. And I think that's what I thought. Yeah, my mind. but like already, it's like, oh, well, there's this guy Kepka who's pretty exactly. good too. And, and then once Rory uh, figures out how to hit a wedge, it'll be like, you know, yeah, like, that's kind of mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or maybe when Tiger, like, gets to, to play in like a full healthy year, like, yeah, I guess this year was technically a full healthy year, but there was a difference in Tiger between. You know, pre-June Tiger and post-June Tiger. Totally. So like, totally. He was different. now we might get a full year of like, tour championship Tiger. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll plant his flag as like, you know, I'm I'm the number one because, literally every time I tee it up, I I'm a top ten. Yeah. And and I win three or four times a year. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's interesting. Speaking of number ones, just a quick thing. Uh, I saw Justin Sue. Him the number one amateur in the world. He did. Um, and so, I, I think it's Sa, Justin Sa. Sa? Yeah. Okay. I, I've played with him in the San Jose or Santa Clara County Championship like five, six years ago. Final round, I played out of my mind to get there, and he was like 10 shots clear of the lead after two rounds. Yeah. Um, and... The way and he he didn't play a good final round, but it was quite clear that he was gonna make it. It was like a ton of good golfers I've played with, but I've never thought that about anyone. Where it's like really? very much like they're gonna be on tour. But I I told my wife who we kind of just met each other then, and she had watched and she's like, "Wow, he's really good." And I said, "Yes, you will see him on TV one day." Because yeah. it was just a different kind of good. Yes. You know, even though he played bad, I was like, he played bad. But yeah, right. he's really good. He's quite yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it was a noticeable difference, and, yeah. I mean, he's, he's that's good. pretty cool. Yeah, he's a good guy, too. Uh, he, he actually lives with uh, 
Ryan Slater. Yeah. Or used to, I don't know if they still room together or not, but uh, yeah, Ryan yeah. plays on the team with him at SC. Ryan's but, old student. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely, he's got a lot of game. He's actually, he's got kind of an interesting move, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a nice, like, free lash at it. Like, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, he holds there's, nothing back. There's no hold back. I love that. Yeah. Um, and it's nice. I think he drives it on a line, too. Cause yeah, um, yes. When we played, it was like, he had a caddy there, and his caddy's be like, all right, we're going to start it out at that tree, work it to that tree. And everything was a 10-yard fade or a 10-yard cut, and it it always started online, and it possibly bled a little bit more than he wanted, but, like, he was hitting it where he wanted every right. time, yeah. both directions, which yeah. is cool. That's not something you see every day. Right. There's a lot of one-way players out there, which is a great way to play golf. It's probably the most consistent, but it's cool to see someone that goes both ways. Yes, so yeah, for sure that's a, a rare breed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no. Hopefully he'll uh, keep it rolling. I think he just won a college event uh, last week in Georgia too. So oh really? The Trojans. I think they. I just saw they won by one at this. I forget what the name of the tournament was. It was. I think Georgia Tech was hosting it, or maybe the University of Georgia. I can't remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's got Very a lot. Cool. Got a, he's got it rolling. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, results. I guess we can get into picks. Unless you had something else to. Uh, no, no, no. Let, let, let's we can we can talk about that. I, I'm I'm staging my a little bit of a comeback here. Um, <laughs> gosh, knows I had a rough start to the year. We still got to do the full tally here, but um, I did go out on a little bit of a limb and I picked Scott Piercy to be my uh, my winner pick, and he was leading through 36 holes. Yep. Didn't uh, didn't quite pull it out, but he was in the final group and ended up tied for fifth. Yeah. So pretty good. Tough to beat, uh, you know, Kepka when he's like, you know, yeah, yeah, in blacking out like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, blacking out. Uh, that's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, I was pretty pleased with that. So well played, Piercy. I know you probably wanted to pull one out, but uh, I think he. It's a good paycheck. Yeah, it's, it's solid. <laughs> makes the trip over to Korea worthwhile, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then. I had Taehee Lee, who I deem to be sort of a local product. I have no idea if he, uh, I mean, he's Korean, I imagine. Yes. Uh, but uh, he didn't show, do quite as well. He was tied for 55th, so um, pretty close. Not, not terrible. One of my, my best no, weeks so good. far this year, so that was good. It would have been a miscut, like, you know, yeah, if that's you true. take percentage of fields. So that's yep. how I judge this. Yep. Um, so good weeks. I, I picked Ben on to win. Uh, started off okay and then just melted down. So he took, uh, I believe, T41 yeah. out of 78. And then I had the dreaded flip where the guy you pick to take last actually beats your guy you pick to win. <laughs> so Ernie Els I picked to take last, and he took T36. So yeah. I think the course played... Well, definitely played really hard. There was huge separation. Um, and those last, I believe it was rounds two and four, they went, or maybe two, three, and four. But that first round completely held its own. And then there was like a, a massive 180 flip uh, between the scoring from yeah. that first round to the rest of it. And it's it's yeah. kind of unexplainable um, other than weather. I mean, yeah, I know they were beanied up with 20-mile-an-hour winds, but... That just goes to show that, you know, those of you who think playing in wind is hard, it is. Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really, is. really is. It's so really hard. Yeah. Really hard. <laughs> but uh, but there was definitely, that course just completely flipped on itself. It went yeah, from extremely scores, hard I mean, to, like, 
People are shooting eight, nine under these last yeah. rounds. So the guy that you picked to finish last last week, was it last week? Indeed, it was last week. Uh, Ryan Palmer, he actually finished with seven straight birdies in That's the final round. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> seven birdies so, in a so row crazy. to close out your... When, have you ever been on like the 12th hole and been like, okay, I'll just like birdie in? No. <laughs> what's, the, what's your biggest run? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I I don't think I've ever had six in a row. I've definitely had five. A yeah. Few, like a few different times. I don't think I've had six in a row. Yeah. But five is probably my... Five's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, I've had like... You know, and then I've had stretches where... Probably my best like stretch of like 12 holes. I think I was like eight under for like 12 holes one time. That's which was pretty quite ridiculous. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, was great. I mean, unfortunately, I was like five over for the first six holes, so. Um. Yeah, that, there's something <laughs> mental about that that happens. Like, when I start off with like three or four pars in a row, I always, like, I bet my average birdie total per round like that is so much lower than if I like bogey one of the first two holes. It yeah. puts me in a different mindset, and I bet I average an extra birdie around if I if somehow make a bogey in my first three holes versus if I make all pars. I, I, don't know. I, I always joke with people that I'm like really good once I get to three over par. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably one of the best. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah it's a, uh, I don't know if it's a comfort thing. Like some people go the other way, right? Like especially like some you know, better players, if they get to three over, they might like get so frustrated that they just yeah. like, pack it in. And, and it, then it when they make a couple, 80. they like, they're like, oh, I got it today. And then yeah. they go nuclear low. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, I've played so much bad golf that I just, like, nothing phases me. Like, yeah. having, like, been through multiple stints of shanking it before and, like, mm-hmm. I've, I've done everything out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I literally feel like I've done it all. And so I, I'm like, yeah, I know that, the, you know, good golf is really only, like, one or, swing away. Yeah, one, yeah. one or two swings away, and like all of a sudden, it's like you're 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 playing some decent golf. Um, but yeah, I've never had a run of seven in a row. Uh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty pretty damn good. So yeah. but um, it's just strange. It, the only thing, I don't even think the amount of wind could cause that. There must have been a wind direction flip or something. Yeah, where like the course played like atypical of how it was designed yeah. to, to be played. Something like yeah, exactly where yeah. it made. The hard holes impossible, and yep. then the easy holes maybe like easy, but they were so downwind they couldn't hold green. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that, that makes some sense. That makes some sense. I don't know. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Me to that, either, but really, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So uh, pretty much, Brian kicked my ass in the in the picks last week and made up what looks to be a lot of ground. So. Yeah, well, we'll see. I need, I need it too. We got to do the we'll, we'll do the tallies by by next week I'll have all the tallies. I think what'll help me though is that that the field was so limited, the amount uh, of ground you can make up is less. So yes. So speaking of uh, this contest that we're having, I I thought of something, yeah, I think it was last night. I was like, okay, once we get to the majors, those should be worth more. So I think we should like 5x the points in the majors. We could do that. The other thing I've seen is if you pick a win, you get to reuse that guy. Oh, I like that. That's good. Because, I, I, you know, like uh, survivor pools and stuff like that. Yeah. They've all been, you know, you get to use each player once. But if he wins the week you pick him, he gets put back in your pool. Yeah. So we could, we could keep tweaking. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, but I think. Both those rules? Yeah. Yeah. A 5x? 5x. 
Come on. I mean, Kepka won two, like three times Even this year. for the PGA? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Three X for the PGA Championship. Yeah, we'll uh, do three no. X for the players. Ten X for the Masters. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just, if you pick the winner in the Masters, auto win. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. Um, okay, can we, can we take a, a sidestep for a second? Yes. Somebody had a, somebody else had a tournament this weekend. Oh, yeah. And I, all right, so it was Kevin, and yep. uh, tell me a little bit about your tournament, and I want to talk through some things. So I got some okay. ideas for you, and I, I'm, I'm curious what your okay. feedback is. Um, haven't been playing that well. Going through swing change thoughts, or swing thoughts, I should say, um, like up until the day before. Um, and That's not good. No, and it, but I've always done that, so I'm very accustomed to it, and I hit irons really good. Um, Really good. Yeah. And this weekend I hit I hit pretty good irons. Uh, got off tee just dreadfully. But I did hit a couple good drives, which for me is rare. I will go full rounds where I never actually hit a good one. I'll hit a couple that are okay and maybe stay in the fairway. And then I will map literally 9 to 10 drives. shots with yeah. a wood that like go at least into the trees, if not like out of bounds. Okay, so here's my thinking on that because this is not your like first. This is, I mean, how long have you? Would you say that you've really struggled with like getting it off the tee? I almost remember the shot. Oh my gosh! So it's like that, and it's escalated. It's escalated over the years. Where now, like, it used to be like, oh, I'm gonna hit one or two bad around, and I know it, and I'm gonna hit one ob, and now it's like whenever I pull out driver, I'm almost stunned if I hit it in the fairway. Um, yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah, I would say six years ago was the shot that sticks in my brain. It was an end-to-win par four, and I hit driver, and I I hit it so far right. Yeah, it's one of those. Like, over three rows of houses, because there was, like, houses on the right. And there's no way I, went, I hit the first row of houses it must have been. Yeah. And it, like, stunned me so much that, like, the next so, one I duck-hooked, and then ever since then I've had, like, massive two-way misses. Two-way misses. Okay, so... Um, this is, like... I, you're definitely not the only one to go through something like this, but I would say... Um, so this actually ties into what the other thing I wanted to talk to you about next, yes. which, which was like the NBA season started, and I noticed some things watching some guys warming up. But mm-hmm. like, so to get back to you for a second, then we can tie it together. Um, I think that you need to like invent a new shot. Mm-hmm. I think you spend too much time like trying to fix mm-hmm. like what you think you is like quote unquote wrong with your swing. I think you need to just invent a completely different shot, and I think. I think that shot should be like a 230-yard carry driver. And for context, Kevin can carry his driver like what 285. Yeah, probably, probably more if you like wanted to rip one and like. If I hit it good, yeah, yeah, yeah I can, I, I get it out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, very low 300s probably on an average golf course. Chicks dig the long ball. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, are you talking? As a joke or as a no, as a I'm actual not, game, a gamer ser- shot. I'm dead serious. You think I should develop a gamer shot that goes that carries, sub two fifty driver? That carries sub two fifty, and it it'll chase out there. But I think I think part of your struggles is that like you like with a driver, I've never seen you have anything other than like fifth gear, like mm-hmm. and like like obviously you can. That's that's helpful in some ways, but like yeah, there's you, a time and a place. You, you like but... don't need that at all. 
Like mm-hmm. even with your even with your fairway woods and your long irons, which you hit generally very well, right? Your your long irons especially. Yeah. Um, lately, even those when they're off yeah. a tee, if they're on a fairway going into a green, it's one thing, and then the second I put a peg in the ground, it's I mental. Just, I just want to see you bunt a couple, like literally, like bunt a couple. Where, you, and and the the reason I say that is one, it will one if you swing a little bit slower, there's you like physically will not be able to hit it as offline. Yes. So that's that's one thing. It will spin less. Um, but two, I also think it will just like force you to like be in a different rhythm that will kind of hopefully help you kind of get out of this like quick flinchy mm-hmm. sort of it's not like flinchy. It's I don't think you have the mm. yeah. Uh, maybe it feels that way, but it's there, there's a like a swing around where I have yet the other ones I'm just like just my timing's way right, off. Right, and you, you're pretty steep, and it's like you know, it ends up kind of getting underneath late, and then you're trying to save it. Like, yeah, um, and that's you know not you're not the only one to do like, hit it like that. Uh, but I do think that it would help you to like go m- like much slower, and even in practice, like hit some like literally knock down drivers. Mm-hmm. I think you should try it. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll try anything. That, well, that's where I'm at. That, like I, that's now. what I was hoping you would say. And like. So that was probably my last tournament of the year. I try to play in like four. Maybe I'll play in one early next year. So Should over the off season, for that, the Del Monte, yeah, Christmas Del Monte is great for me. Uh, you don't have to hit a driver once. What are you yeah, talking about? You, you can tee off with your four iron all shots. day. Yeah, but if it's off tee, yeah, okay, I could hang if I'm hitting irons if, all day. If I caddied for you at Del Monte, I bet you'd shoot <laughs> sub seventy both days. Maybe it's possible. Yeah, it might be. Dude, I would never put a driver in your hands when it was like. You yeah. hole one? Oh, no, hole one, you'd be hitting driver for sure. Yeah. You'd probably be in the 16th fairway, but yeah, you would definitely be, right. be hitting, hitting driver. Right trees, but yeah. Yeah. Um, did I ever tell you, actually, speaking of that hole, mm-hmm. I, the, the first ever practice I had in college, it was, yeah. did I ever tell you that story? Mm-hmm. I actually, we, we played at Del Monte as a freshman, and we had a, like a brand new team at Cal State Monterey when I, my first year. It was like, I don't know, there's probably like 10 new guys on the team. Um, and I was the first one to tee off in the first practice that we had together on yeah. the first hole. You know, no warm up or anything, and because uh, there's no driving range at Del Monte, we yeah. just kind of stretched or whatever, and then beat it. Uh, and I, everybody was watching, coach and every all the players, and like I literally stood up there and I hit it like not into the 16th fairway. So if you've never played Del Monte, the first hole is like there's OB left, uh, just left of the fairway, and then the it's a par five. It's pretty reachable. And then to the right of the first fairway is actually the 16th fairway coming the other way. I was not only like in the 16th fairway, I was actually in the, the far rough on the 16th fairway. It was like probably a good 150 yards right of the middle of the first fairway. <laughs> and I like everybody was just dead silent. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. I mean, nobody else probably remembers that but me, but it was, yeah. it was pretty funny. That's uh, funny. The first, the first shot I ever hit, at CCMB when uh, the coach was watching. Because he, he didn't even make me try out. He just was like, oh, Eric and Brian vouch for you. You must be able to play golf. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. So the very first team practice I had, and I never even hit balls in front of anyone, uh, bayonet, hole one, and I must have swung so hard, I had seven iron in. Oh, I, my God. Because I've I played it since, and I never, I have, like, roasted two iron in. Yeah. But somehow, this day, I don't know. Yeah. You I just, hit one so hard, and it was just... just the, the lash came yeah. out. I love it. was it. the nervous, like, 
oh my god, everyone's watching. No, you know, I got to impress people, and I just hit a new. People were moment. impressed. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, should have been. Damn, you're number one now. So far, yeah. <laughs> but that might have been the last good, truly good drive I hit. Jeez. So. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but okay, really quick. So yeah. I was thinking over the weekend, I might, I'm like, I've always been a good iron player, and a lot of it's just confidence, I'm sure. But a lot of it's because, like you said, I'm steep and I hit down on the ball, and I'd, I'd rather have a descending blow than an ascending blow. And that's how my swing's built. That's how I'm most comfortable. I'm thinking about just two very distinct swings. That's okay. Like extremely like change in setup, and I know people do it a little bit by like getting their head behind and. And stuff, but like a very distinct, flatter, like only trying to hit hooks driver swing. Only trying to hit hooks. Interesting. Because I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm never able to shape it. I lose it way right. And if I can just aim right and, and just hit hooks. See, I was almost thinking the other way around. But if Since I'm you... hitting cuts, I don't know. Hitting cuts scares me because so the, I can lose it so far right. The key, I think, is that you start it left. That's true. If you yeah, because I hit the block the, slice, yes, which is disastrous. <laughs> the block slice is a tough one to, <laughs> dude. It, tough one to play. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, you, you, I think what to your point, you need to go both ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need to like have a have a swing that is very distinct, that like you can aim up the right side and not go right, mm-hmm. and be very sure of that. And you also need to have a swing where you can aim up the left side and not go left. Yeah. Right. Like those are, to me, those are like the, those are those are your two different swings, mm-hmm. um, and they're those are very different swings. And like, I mean, they're they're not that different. They don't have to. You don't have to get reinvent yourself. But I do think it will help you to like get committed. And I think to my original point, if you have like a bunty swing, yeah, that's just like a safety net. Mm-hmm. Like a bunty, like I might not hit this straight, but I know it's not going to curve more than like forty yards. Yeah. Right, like which sounds like no crazy to say for anyone loud. else, it's crazy, but not for me. That's yeah, like a real thing. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, like wow, this is the biggest fairway I've ever seen, and most people think that they could just swing as hard as they want. And I look at fairways like that, and I'm like, man, like it would be really embarrassing after I miss this fairway, oh, or, oh, or like yeah, okay. Yeah. So so your 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 bunty swing. Okay, so that that's that's your to do this weekend. You get perfect. That. All right, so speaking of different practice habits, uh, I was watching a couple of the NBA games recently, uh, just not even from start to finish, but it got me thinking about uh, how I was watching how some of the players warm up. And I don't know how reflective their warm-ups are of how they practice like on non-game days. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that they're a little bit different, but one thing that stood out to me for a while watching NBA players is the fact that they, they seem to do a lot of like block practice. In warm up, meaning that they like shoot the same shot over and over again, which I thought was like really weird. Yeah. And the only player I've really seen not do that is the guy who shoots the lights out of the gym all the time, and that's Steph Curry. Yeah. And he, the thing that's, if you've ever, if you ever go to a Warriors game, I would highly encourage you if you're in, interested in athletic performance at all, like go go early enough to see Steph actually have his warm-up routine and pay really close attention to what he's doing. He's got, um, you know, his, his trainer out there working, working him out before the game, and he's actually, he does a variety of different shots, and he does them a variety of different ways, and it was really reminiscent to me of, you know, like Tiger talking about hitting the nine shots, right, and, you know, high, 
high draws, high fades, low draws, low fades, you know, mm-hmm. like, and obviously Steph Curry's not, like, drawing and fading his shots into the hoop. I don't think anyways. That that would be he impressive. Be. He, he could be. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's, like, he's like on the baseline and they're hitting the corner three and he, like, fades it into the glass or something. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe that, he uses the glass, like, high, low, medium, high, low, medium glass. Right, right. No, I think that that's, yeah. that's definitely a real thing. Yeah. So. Uh, but it was so obvious when I was watching him that, like, his his three-point, like, he has, like, a 30-foot three-pointer that it goes really high, and then he has, like, I wouldn't say he so much used a low one because that's just, like, a low-percentage shot. There's not yeah. many use cases for a, a low trajectory mm-hmm. one, but he definitely has, like, a normal. Maybe it's just, like, a normal. High, higher? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. it's, yeah, exactly. You, you don't, don't want to practice a flat three-pointer. Yeah, no, flat no that, that's, yeah. yeah, definitely not good. But he definitely does have the, the shot that, like, takes off a lot higher yeah. and still gets there. Um, like the, the floater from 30 feet, mm-hmm. which is yeah. ridiculous. I dig it. Um, but like that, that's, I mean, if you had like like a floater, like yeah. a soft, like with a driver, the soft bullet. I guess know? in my mind, I've always been like, if I'm going to hit driver 240 or 250, I might as well just hit a really solid one iron or two iron. Yeah, see, but that's the thing. You We're going to like take you, take you down a peg and just like... The thing that you will notice, you'll be amazed, it goes so much farther than you think it's going to go. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like, you can take a 250 driver that goes straight, and you can pretty easily make it 260 just by working a little bit. Oh, I guarantee you it will go 260. I I bet you'll hit it like 280. Yeah. And then you'll have the secret. Then then that's like a shot I want in my bag. Because like, whenever I've been like, oh, just swing, just bunt it, I'm like, Dude, if I'm going to sit here and hit a 250, I'll just hit it a tiny bit shorter with a club I know I can. But that's not the point. The point is maybe to build so that it becomes 280. You, I, th- I think when I think about it, you legitimately have to think of swinging soft enough that it only goes like 230. Yeah. And that's like really hard to do, especially when you're on the yeah, course. And you'll just, it'll fly 255 and it'll roll 30 yards. Yeah. And you'll be like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Right, like that's the way I think about it. Yeah, but sounds like fun. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's I. I was thinking about uh, you know that as I was watching the NBA players. It amazed me how many of them just shoot the same shot. I was also yeah. watching it, and not even in game condition. Yeah, right. Like when I watch, and I'm sure Draymond Green practices a ton. That, but like, whenever I see him, even in like pre, you know preseason like workouts and stuff, it's always like. And I know he gets to shoot wide open threes, so it's not like he needs to work with someone in his grill, but like, I don't know, they're just so casual, they're, they, they're not reminiscent of game speed or game intensity or, yeah. you know, anything like that. It's literally like, I'm going to take my time and shoot this three like I'm shooting a layup, and it's just, that's not what's going to happen, Yeah. You know? So, it's interesting that Steph does that. The other thing I know he doesn't practice, too, is he'll like dribble like tennis balls and stuff that are like completely outside of the scope of improving basketball like handling you know because he's in yeah. trying to prove his motor skills right yeah and then that just happens to translate he, oh, he dribbles totally. balls that aren't round too yeah so they bounce up crooked so that he has to like adjust to non-perfect dribbles yeah and like stuff like that so there's something to definitely say like brian's talking about with golf you know yeah. A lot of people out there trying to make the perfect swing, and maybe people need a tiny bit more bubba of just, how do I feel like I need to swing to make the ball do X, Y, Z? And it's yeah. just a feeling that 
clearly Bubba does it more than anyone, but yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He practices doing what he wants, not like the form of how to do it so much. Yeah, no, um, that's true. I think just doing things that get you outside of your comfort zone and make things like harder in practice than it is in the game. And mm-hmm. there's way too many people that make it easier in practice than it is in the game. Yeah, and so that's why it doesn't translate very well. Yeah, no, you got to go find lies you don't like and chip out of them and. You go to your local... Hard pan and maybe a divot and, yeah. I mean, how many people play in their club championship every year and they're, like, two handicaps and they shoot, like, 88? Yeah. All so of them. many. Yeah. So many. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Anyways, uh, we're, we're running a little bit long here. It's amazing. How we, we Sometimes we always feel like we don't have enough to talk about and then we I end know. up, like, going off on good tangents. But uh, <laughs> All right. Next week, we're going to continue the, as I'm uh, framing it, the Asia Swing, the HSBC Champions... Uh, event in Shanghai. Um, we were looking at the results from last year, and Kevin noted that uh, DJ had a rough finish last year. Mm-hmm. Shot five over in the final round uh, after he was in the lead by a few. And uh, I don't know. It's, in we the got, lead by six, according to my math. That's that's a, that's crazy. In the lead by six, and you lose. Yeah, Kepka was at eleven. DJ was at seventeen. I wonder how many times that's happened. Seems like a very, very few, but mm-hmm. I don't know. This is an uh, WGC event too, so it is. It is. Um, you got some big names here. You got yeah. You got a really J. good Day, Fleetwood, Paul Casey, DJ. Yep, yep. Kepka's there. Man, okay, we got some good ones. John Rom, Rory, Francesco. Yep. Uh, wow, we got some. Yeah, this is this is a, a this is full-fledged kind of real deal. Justin Rose, real deal. I don't know if you said him, but I did, uh, no, I didn't. Patrick Ooh. Reed. Ooh, I see. Man, Matt Wallace. Clearly, he's gonna win. Ooh, that's kind of a. I like that as a dark. <laughs> but I don't know if he. Uh, if it's gonna carry forward, or just. This has to be some of the most different conditions, like, than they they traditionally see on European tour. I know that European tour plays a lot in Asia, but yeah. this is like, this grass looks sticky. This almost looks like a Florida kind of course. Uh, maybe yeah. I'm just completely no, wrong. No, I think that's probably like, fair. Yeah, I think that's probably like Kikuya, fair. Kikuya, rough, would like, you know. Uh, yeah. Or Hawaii, Hawaii-type grass conditions. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have any ideas on picks yet? Are we ready for this? We're we ready. Ready or not, here we come, right? So, um I guess since I, I kind of won last last week, I should go it. first. It's my honor. Um, all right, winners this week. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tommy Fleetwood Ooh. for my winner this week. Yeah, that's my winner. Wow. Um, you, you don't like that pick? Better hope he wins. Using a big gun early. There's so many big guns now. I get to use them twice every year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Carry on. I guess I'm going big gun too. Yeah. I'm going Paul Casey. Oh, I, I looked at that one. All right. We got a couple of Englishmen. Yeah. All right. So that last place, gosh, in a WGC event. Um, last place. I'm going to go with... I already know who you're picking. Do you? Yep. There's no way you know who I'm picking. I do. If you were in list mode, you're on. You're on image mode right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going. 
I'm going with this guy, Adrian Otegui. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you know, I wonder if Hao Tong Lee, maybe I should change it. You were going to pick him? No, but maybe oh. I should pick him for the win. Maybe oh, I, I was going to, I think I was looking at him for sure. Were you? I didn't even yeah. see him. But that the pressure might be too much to bear. I, I thought you were good. for sure for last going with Bowden Zhao, but <laughs> you didn't. Uh, he's yours for the picking right there. I'm going to go with Sang Hyung Park for last place. Okay. Sang Hyung Park. Yep. He's, so He's going to be inspired, I can assure you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we will see next week. Uh, should be interesting. Hopefully... Uh, Turns out that we we had some foresight. Yeah. Uh, any any parting thoughts, Kev? Um. No, I'm kind of ready for when's Tiger gonna play in another event? Not that I'm all about that, and there's plenty of other good golf, but like, is he gonna play in the Tournament of Champions? I don't know. He's gonna play. He's gonna got his showdown with Phil. He is gonna showdown with Phil. Are you gonna tune in? Yeah, I'm tuning in. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I'm tuning in. <laughs> I'm tuning in for the trash talk, not for the golf. I'm just curious to the format. Like uh, the, yeah, it's well, it's just like I assume it's match play skins? with some side action. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. for this. Pretty Should cool that there's golf all throughout the year, but yeah, it's ready. It's, it's. I want like I want I want Tiger. I want regular PGA Tour stops. I want. Yeah, it's coming. I want Tory. It's coming. Tory South is when the season yeah, begins. That's what, it's a real, too. yeah, real tournament there. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, we'll, <laughs> until then, we'll, we'll keep things interesting. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy every shot. See you guys. I'm just sitting here in front of you guys, <laughs> talking, just hanging out here. <laughs> <laughs>